Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of TXR. Happy Cinco de Mayo to my friends down south. I hope you're all having a good festive time there. Uh, definitely say me some guac. Oh, oops. What happened? <laughs> Sorry, I got a, uh, I had the uh, YouTube going on at the same time. But yes, happy Cinco de Mayo, everyone. Have a festive time. And hey, if you can save me some guac, that'd be great. I'm your host, the Galactic Gaming Fiend Invader. And me and the panel are really looking forward to getting into tonight's topics. There are, like, really, it never seems like a dull moment in the gaming industry. So we got lots of topics to cover. But before we begin, definitely share this show out and let everybody know where to find us. And finally, just grab your favorite beverage, kick back, and relax with us as it's going to be a real treat. Tonight we have a very special guest member. Please welcome Easy Shock. Uh, he's going to be uh, our guest, and he's got some real great gaming knowledge. How are you doing today, Shock? Oh, pretty good. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Mr. Southbound, what's new and exciting? Oh, man, I'm just a little stressed out. I couldn't get my computer to get going, so I got it to the very last minute, but uh, everything's good now. So, what's up, people? How's everybody doing out there? All right, all right. Yeah, I just let everybody uh, flood into the chat right now. Again, welcome, everybody. Megatron, how's your weekend been? How's things, bud? Weekend has been great, rainy, but good. So, um, perfect day to stay indoors and uh, play some games, right? Of course, of course. Oh, hey there, Delilah. How's it going? Yes, we know that Game of Thrones is on, but uh, I think we got enough going on to uh, to be a highlight for some people. Uh, hey there, Shizno Elite. Thank you for joining in. It's good to see you, bud. We have a jam-packed show for you. Tim Dog, how are you today? What's up, guys? Another week of TXR here to uh, talk video games. Would like to thank uh, Easy Shock for coming down. A guy that I've interacted on Twitter, and um, I've seen him in action. He definitely is a pretty funny, knowledgeable guy. If you want to follow him on Twitter, um, I'm sure we'll go. We'll get his uh, tag. But he's uh, a really good guy. I'd like to thank him for coming down, and uh, you know, just ready to talk talk turkey with the video games and Xbox and everything that's going on within the week. Absolutely, you got that right, Tim. So, moving on to our first topic, and guys, it's the beginning of the month, and so you know what that means. New games with gold for Xbox, and this month's offerings include Party Game Marooners, Golf Game, The Golf Club 2009 featuring PGA Tour, and you have a couple of 360 games, of course, Earth Defense Force, Insect Armageddon, and Comic Jumper, The Adventures of Captain Smiley. Now, I've seen a bunch of commentary about this list, as it does seem a bit disappointing in comparison to previous months. Guys, how do you feel about this selection of games for May? Uh, Shock, how do you feel about this list? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a little bit lackluster, I'd say, but uh, I mean, on my, at least on comparison, like, there's been some down weeks, some, down, you know, decent weeks, like the past couple, or not weeks, couple, past couple months have been pretty good in my opinion as far as the uh original xbox games that star wars commando game uh excellent mm -hmm. one there and the uh metal gear rising so some of those are old but you know pretty good freebies so i can't hate on that and 
I guess I'm uh, since I have Game Pass, it's I'm kind of biased since <laughs> like I'm having fun over there. So like that one got a good month. So, but I can see why people got some gripes this month maybe <laughs> yeah but do, do, they always do this before e3 right usually may is like yeah, the worst they month they usually have a bad month yes they usually do have a bad month yeah so i'm, I'm not really surprised i mean everybody's everybody's disappointed in the list and uh, you know hey it's free it's free so i mean why are we gonna complain too much that's not like, you know well it's, it's not like a lot of these games that everybody plays you know like if, if there's some game that you really really wanted you would have bought it already so this is just a plus I kind of look at it the same way. It's a free game. I mean, there's some gems. Earth, I mean, what what remains of Eden Fitch was a really good game. Overcooked, what? I've never played, but I heard it was extremely fun. Those are the uh, PS Plus offerings. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, you're fired! Wait yeah, a you're fired! Let me look up. Well, you know what? I guess it is crappy. <laughs> <laughs> They're all going to laugh at you. No, yeah, I guess it's. But in comparison to PlayStation Plus, well, since you put it that way, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's not that good. (laughs) At least it's free. (laughs) At least it's free. Well, I'll say this, guys. Like, um, you know, we all have different tastes, right? So, what might be a treasure to you might be crap to somebody else and so on and so forth. Uh, in my opinion, it's the 360 games that shine here. Uh, Earth Defense Force, Insect Armageddon. It's very arcadey. The graphics are kind of dated, I'll admit, but it's a, it's a fun game. People, it has a pretty good fan base for it. And Comic Jumper, I, I've had since it came out. It's a really awesome, excellent, twisted pixel game. Um, the humor is great. The levels are fun. Um, I suggest everybody download it once it becomes available later on. My problem with my problem with games with gold is that I just find it to be so inconsistent. Sometimes we have months that are, you know they hit it out of the ballpark, and then we have months kind of like this where we're like, eh, "They gave us this. What you know? What is this here? You know, I wish that they were." You know, spread out better, if you know what I mean. And isn't this the first month that they uh, are charging more in the UK? <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah, I remember. Yes, yes. I feel like it's a bad time. To- <laughs> having a bad <laughs> month of gold and then upcharging ten there, but really, there's leveling off to the competition. Mm-hmm. It's been charging that rate for like two years. So. No, absolutely. Um, I realize, you know, it's hard to please everyone. But yeah, when you make a point like that, it's true. You know, some people like, again, in the UK, they they got, what is it, like an extra $10, something like that, or 10 pounds? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that, that's uh, quite a big chunk of change per month. You know, that's uh, not anything to really uh, gloss over. So, you know, I, I wish that they were better with that when you're talking about... Like, for example, I, I played a bit of Marooners before we came on here, and I, it's a fun little game, but it doesn't really offer very much. Like, within 20 minutes, 15 minutes, I was like, that's it. You know, it's just a little party game that you just kind of screw around with. But even for a party game, it doesn't really offer that much. Only has, like, a few modes here and there, and that's it. So, you know, I feel kind of underwhelmed here. I know that we all have other games to play, but in comparison to PS Plus, I mean... I don't know when you got games like What Remains of Edith Finch, which I played last month, and it was really well done. And Overcooked, Overcooked is a great co-op game. You know, I just, 
I find myself liking the PlayStation Plus offerings more this month, personally. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's pretty easy to to see that you know, Game Pass is kind of having an effect on um on, on, yeah, on Game of uh, Gold. Yeah, I think that when they when you when if you get a chance to get a, a big game, Game uh, Pass is going to always get that game. So. Uh, and you know Sony uh, only has two games now, so they're kind of like uh, buckling down and getting two pretty good games, which I think people would rather have than have four obscure games. So is it is it a down month? A hundred percent. And uh, you know uh, it's a down month, but it's it's something where uh, next month they can hit it out of the ballpark, like. Uh, Invader suggested and or, or was saying, and uh, it could be okay. So uh, you know it's up and down, and I think it's going to be the, the rest of the way. It's going to be like that. They could definitely do better with the 360. I feel like those shouldn't be that hard to get now since they're old and those are permanent. You get to keep them right forever. So yes, mm-hmm. they could well, e- easily just like hey, let's at least those old Xbox games like those at some point should be all in gold at. Someone put like Jade Empire. People were like, oh, "Okay, it's a decent month." Like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like they should. A lot of the gems from uh, the 360, they should get over just automatically. All the big heavy hitters, like yeah, and that's just spread everything out. You know, like I find that while obviously again different tastes for different people you know they could do a lot better with their offerings and obviously game pass has a lot as uh, tim was alluding to has a lot to do with it now um i don't know guys do they need to tweak uh games of gold do you think do they need to give us more games should we let be allowed to oh i don't know choose from other offerings i don't know do you think that they need to do something else with the service it's probably gonna go away. If, if I were to guess, I would think games of gold is gonna go away. You know, just so they can make more money with the the game pass. Yeah. It, you already see how you know the the trend, and the games are getting worse and worse, and game pass is getting better and better. So it, it just shows the priority that they're they're fa- focusing on. Well, I could see them doing that if they add X Cloud functionality to um, to Xbox Live, which I think is. Uh, a, 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 a kind of um, I wouldn't say likely, but I would say 50 50 that that might happen. And if you're getting X Cloud functionality and the ability to play all your games um, remotely at no additional charge other than just your Xbox Live fee, that's a win to me. So uh, I don't think that they should end the, the games for gold because um, it's still a nice thing to have, but they can improve it and. Um, I think, you know, uh, I think that they will. I just feel that they're just really kind of focused right now on Game Pass. And uh, that's pretty much where the mindset is. Um, and, you know, you know, going forward and moving forward, how Xbox Ultimate is going to play into all this is, is also a big question um, to see what's bundled in and, and what's, what, what's what. You know, the big thing is... is are they going to charge for xCloud? And, and I'm, I'm leaning that they're going to kind of bundle it in and they're going to make it a part of the experience of playing games with, with, with Microsoft. I don't, I don't see them charging you know. any extra for it. Uh, they, you know, the people would riot. I'm sorry. You know, they, they already, they're charging for 
for Game Pass and Xbox Gold. So you know, I I just don't see it them adding. An yeah, extra but but charge. like PlayStation Now is charging. You know, why 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 aren't the same? Yeah, and, of... and but yeah, at the same time they're getting killed on it. So why why are they gonna you know repeat history? I mean, it's like just like last show, we still have to see what Stadia is gonna do too, right? I mean, we have to see if they're gonna. I'm pretty sure they're going to charge for yeah. their service as well. So, I mean, it's, not it's still, be too, free, early. It's still too early. Yeah, and I don't think it'll be free. So, <clears throat> oh, absolutely, guys, absolutely. And speaking about Game Pass, too, and moving on uh, to the latest Game Pass additions and entering into the Game Pass deck, we have Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus, Wargroove, Tacoma, Descenders, Surviving Mars. For the King, Black Desert, Lego Batman 3, and finally The Surge. Again, Gay Pass just keeps adding games in. So do you guys think that this is a good selection entering in? Are there any here that you are really looking forward to try or that you've played before that you could recommend? Well, at least I know Game Pass isn't on, play- <laughs> on PlayStation. <laughs> and, uh, Wolfenstein's, yeah, it's a good game. You got uh, Wolfenstein. Uh, I heard got a lot of great things about Black Desert. Um, the Surge is like a Dark Souls type uh, game. Um, I can't remember who made that. Is that Focus Home Interactive? And there's my daughter chiming in. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I think it's decent. I think it's decent. I mean, you can never go wrong with Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Like to me, the surge looks really cool. Uh, I know it's been out for a couple of years now, but I, I just always kind of dig the aesthetics, and I, I really want to give it a go before the surge two comes out. I think that's within this year or next year. I could be mistaken, but I, I just really dig the whole sci-fi aspect of it. It's like a sci-fi um... Dark Souls, like yeah, yeah. I like that too. So it just it seems really interesting to me. Otherwise, uh, I, like Wolfenstein Two seems pretty cool. I've I don't know, I've heard mixed things about Tacoma. Surviving Mars seems to uh, get a lot of praise for whatever reason. Yeah. And yeah, there's a lot of filler here, but still, I mean, you know what? There's options here, guys, and I do like that they keep adding this stuff. And it just seems like Game Pass is so successful now. Yeah, definitely for sure. Do you, do you think they had to like? You know, it was like a trial and error run for, you know, like developers to jump on board with it. Like, oh, okay, you know what? Because it seemed like, the, the, you know, the first few months or first year of Game Pass w- wasn't that that good. And now, just like the last few months, it's just like popping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they keep, they, they keep adding games that were a little later in the generation. Wolfenstein 2 is a fantastic game. I played it to finished it. Uh, really, a lot of ups and downs in the game, but I, it's it's a really a great game. And people, if you haven't played it, use the Game Pass and play it because it's a good game. Um, you know, uh, the other games are pretty good. Surge is not my type of game, but I've heard people like it. Uh, you know, so it's a decent month. Um, again, it's it's they keep adding these games and they're supposedly adding more games um, at the end of the month. So look out for that. Uh, the service is fantastic. It's the best service or deal going in video games. I mean, the amount of games that you could play, and uh, right now it's you could buy it for thirty three cents over three months, a dollar for three months. Uh, you really you can't go wrong. So uh, you know it's a great service, and I just hope they keep this up because this is just crazy how much value you're getting out of everything. 
It's yeah. over 200 games now, right? I'm trying to look it up. Yeah, right it is. Yeah, it's over 200. What's the most it's gone over? Like, does anybody ever check that out? Or they keep they keep adding. They they will take out games. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, games that you know uh, not being played or really less popular, like games like Fallout, have uh, obviously stayed in it. Yeah, um, it's come and gone before. Yeah, it's back yeah. now. Yeah, it's it's it's. I would think that they're looking to be in a just keep adding to it. Just keep adding value and value. I mean, they're not going to have older games that's really too old, or uh, games that were, you know, like NBA. I don't, I don't think they have any sports games, but I wouldn't think that they would have like a two K seventeen or anything. Well, that's um, what I'm interested in too, actually, because I would like to, them to have a little more variety in Game Pass. Like, I know that there's a lot of games in there, but like you were saying tim they they could use more sports games they could use you know just like different genres is what i'm suggesting but i do like how they keep adding in new stuff and it just seems to get better each month you know like who would have thought it would have exploded to uh being this popular right yeah yeah and and it's not all it's not all indie games either you know there's there's triple a's in there that it's really really makes it worth the the Buying it, and then it if you get like it for three, a, three, three months for a dollar, mm-hmm. can't beat that. Yeah, seems yeah, like it's a good spot that. for like any games that don't like pop off in the first two months, like Shadow of Tomb Raider and Just Cause right. Four. We're on there like three or two months later. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, yeah, you know, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what comes by E3 and uh, the next month and so on. It's definitely exciting if you're in Game Pass. I've been enjoying it. Everybody here seems to be just really liking their offerings i would i would personally love to see microsoft put more of their uh original titles on there like backwards compatible uh original xbox games so on their legacy stuff but hey hopefully in time that shows up but moving on to a rather hot and juicy rumor that's been floating around the past week now according to a facebook page and xbox community insiders they posted an image with game studios they believe will be acquired next by microsoft and those three studios include crytech io interactive and relic entertainment now obviously guys we're nearing e3 and sometimes things leak early or stuff is just made up entirely right just to hype up people and then throw people off now guys what are your thoughts here could this be genuine or do you think it's fake Hmm. Timmy, you, you're the resident well, expert. <laughs> well, I think uh, me and actually Megatron, we were talking to Delilah last night. I had, uh, props to her because she brought some good points up. Uh, I think it's I think it's safe to say that um, the most rumored studios have been IO and and Relic. Uh, mm-hmm. For the fact that Relic, I've heard, and this is something that I've heard, and it's definitely uh, you know. Uh, something to consider is that they they want um, a studio in charge of uh, empires, Age of Empires. They they value that IP in Rise of Nations, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Relic is the perfect perfect signing for that. And uh, I mean, Invader, you know that they've been Relic has been teased for the longest time, so oh, I yeah. think that, that that one makes sense. And I O. Uh, there's been a lot of pointers to that too, so I think that those two 
uh, you know, legitimately are are, are 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 to be considered. Now, when we get to Crytek, um, like we were talking last night, it seems to, too good to be true, or it seems like they might have been a bigger studio. But within further looking at it, Delilah actually went over some of the stuff. They have trimmed down a lot. Um, so they probably don't have the debt that they were carrying. Um, they also um, had pulled, it looked like this game uh, Showdown was once considered a multi-plat um, going to PS4 and going to Xbox One and Windows. Uh, has since been pulled and you only see Xbox One and a PC. PC, yeah, yeah, which is which is like like I told the last. That's a good find. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she even said if you look at Wikipedia that they they had one time they had put the PS4 as part of it. So maybe there's some type of exclusive deal, and that's and that and that's a little tip off of this. With all that being said, if they get CryAttack and they and the and and the engine has not been sold. I originally thought the engine They're had been sold for Amazon. They are licensing the engine to uh, to um, Amazon. Does it, they are not? They did not outright sell it. So my information was wrong on that, which which is good in a way because with that, if they bought Crytek and they had uh and and they would definitely be interested in the operator you know they would be interested in in the crytech engine so um uh you know last night i was at a zero percent chance of it happening i'm at like a five percent chance of it happening now but um some things to consider if they if they had if they do announce crytech and only crytech that is a huge huge studio acquisition in my opinion i agree i mean everybody wants to you know the next rise um and uh, I would, you know, rise to crisis. You could have crisis. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many things they can do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like they definitely should try to get uh, just a eight, like a Japanese studio, just so they can have a little bit draw, bigger draw there. But uh, yes, think- and, and, and not to interrupt. I want to let you. Just oh no, say, you're good. <laughs> just not to interrupt, but I just want to make this point. They are, I've heard, that is one of their their uh, their objectives. Is is that and. Uh, you know, um, uh, I've I've heard that that straight out that they are trying to do something in Japan. It's just that it might be uh, a lot harder than I guess than I guess than a studio in in the states, or whatever. But but continue on, Chuck. Oh yeah, and I just heard somebody. I think this was just somebody just like hope, <laughs> but they were throwing out like Koei Tecmo or something like that. Just that that's one way to get some. You know, get you know your get that market interested in, in your games, not really give them a choice. Uh, but I feel like they might use the switch to kind of be their kind of Trojan horse in a way. <laughs> Once they, mm-hmm. if, if they do go that way with the whole game pass rumor that was months back, mm-hmm. you know, that could be a way of like, Hey, it's on the switch. It's like, you know, you get these crazy game pass deals, you know, it's kind of their way of like, okay, I'll try it. And then you get them playing. So they're on their platform or on your pa- platform in a way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now it's interesting too because I've heard like IO and Relic, they've been brought up a lot in recent rumors. Yeah. Uh, Relic though, they're owned by Sega. And while, you know, they are working on Age of Empires 4 for Microsoft, like it would be a bit tricky, I think, to acquire them. Like it just. <sighs> 
like IO Interactive, they're just a private company themselves, but Relic right. are actually owned by another company. So like, I don't know exactly. That would just be a little harder in my opinion to do. I'm not saying it can't happen, but it's just, it's a little trickier than some people think for that to work. But there are a lot of pros there. I mean, Relic are in Vancouver and they're right by the coalition, for example, that would work out well. Uh, you know, there's a lot of pluses to that. Plus, again, they need Microsoft need a dedicated RTS studio, a strategy studio. Right. And I remember Phil bringing up a couple of years ago that when they have bought Rise of Nations, they wouldn't just buy it and not plan to use it, for example. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Um, Crytek here are obviously the most interesting case, the most interested studio brought up here. They have worked, obviously, with Microsoft in the past. They're the makers of, as people have said, the CryEngine. They did Rise and Crisis. So, you know, a couple of really key games there. Uh, it was interesting. I did a poll uh, yesterday into today, just a little poll, uh, about 350 to 400 people uh, participated. And Crytek just dominated. You know, I asked, who would you rather see out of these three gang acquired? And Crytek was like a whopping over 70%. People are really excited when they hear about Crytek because they know about Crisis and Rise. People really want these games to come back and have uh, more games and sequels. Uh, but, you know, there's a, a lot of other stuff, too, with uh, Crytek. Like, for example, it's a big studio. People don't realize, but they're three studios with about like 500 staff. That would be a lot for Microsoft to acquire. Well, yeah, that's the one thing that 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 uh, we were talking about. We, last we night. were talking was, about uh... supposedly they slimmed down. Mm -hmm. So at one time it was 500, but they've obviously had layoffs and they've had uh, cut in staff, and now it's kind of trimmed down to 200. Uh, like I said, uh, we were talking with Delilah last night, and she's very knowledgeable. And she, we, were talking, we were going over the information, and uh, you know, with dream dream scenarios with with Bungie, with me and Megatron laughing. Um, mm -hmm. You know, for them acquiring Bungie, but uh, that would ever happen? That'd be crazy. But um, but on on subject, yeah, they uh, they seem to have. They've cut down a lot uh, on size, so that it wasn't even a mention of a new studio head, right? Like they don't even have the same uh, guy that was heading Crytek anymore, right? Didn't yeah, that he, might, he might have left? I don't, I okay. don't know the full story, but mm -hmm. supposedly they've slimmed down, and that that is, if it was five hundred, like you said, and it was still robust, and there's there's a ton of people being paid. And or not, you know, they had trouble paying their staff too, yeah. if you remember. Uh, then, yeah, much more unlikely. But uh, it was kind of interesting that they did come up. Uh, I do think that we're going to get studio announcements. I was completely sure at one time that we would get studio announcements at E3. I am not as sure as I would would have been because uh, they just might make the XO19 events, which they are definitely having. Uh, a place where they just kind of do the studios there, uh, especially mm -hmm. if they're not that big studios. If they're if if Crytek has been acquired, they're going to announce that D three because that's something that you could you could close the show or you know come close to closing the show with a game you know a, a showing like a Rise two. Imagine that. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, I mean, that's be... what I think that they have to. They w would really kind of. 
to have this opportunity do something like that would be huge. Well, going with the poll, right? With you know, with Invader said earlier, um, what would you guys pick out of the three? For me, easily, I think I would. I'd be one of the guys that would pick Crytek only, you know, because I want to see Rise. Uh, another part of that, um, I think they're a cool studio, and I'm not too familiar with IO and Relic. I guess IO was Hitman, right? Right. Correct. Yeah. So, but uh, what would you guys uh, pick out of the three? I think Crytek would be probably the the better one to get just because they have the graphical like prowess uh, mm-hmm. and it, with a bigger budget make like a much deeper game because uh, I know some people didn't like rise with it probably not being as deep as like other games <laughs> um, but it's still it's still still to this day just slightly off topic I, I still don't understand how they let Bungie go last gen <laughs> like Don Matrick's first yeah. after his first 90 days he let Bungie walk, but they were under contract though. I don't know the whole full story, but they, they were yeah they owned them. They they were oh, okay. Microsoft Studio fully acqu- uh, acquired them, and they let them go. Which to me, I'm like, well, if you let, it couldn't have been like, oh, we just want you to make Halo forever because they were totally cool of giving them their freedom and letting mm-hmm. a new studio take that on. All they had to do is just go with that and say, hey, we're just going to fund your next project. We believe in you because. Look what you freaking did with Halo. That's the only reason we probably exist still. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And you could have had Destiny as big as it was this gen early on when Sony didn't have any games coming out that first like year and a half. That could have been huge for them. Would have been, would have been completely huge. You're, you're right. They uh, Looking back, they did this like, How do you let... It's like letting Naughty Dog go like last gen. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were, they, wow. Supposedly, supposedly it was a very... Try, uh, try, uh, uh, supposedly there was a rumor of a chair being thrown by somebody or when it happened and they were very upset. But, um, yeah, I mean, in, in the fact that if they could have kept them and they could have even, you know, they just gave them their creative freedom. Um, now, mind you, that was a different, you know, a different guard then. That was Matrick. I think Don Bomber was still around <clears throat> even when that was happening. But, um, you know, if... If they had kept them, that would have been huge. And you know, I mean, with with Bungie now, I think that right now there are deep, still deep roots with Xbox. And the first thing I think that Xbox should try to do is get you know marketing deal with uh, their next game and move forward with that because uh, yeah, they they were one they should not have let go. It really hurt their uh, their studio. And, it's like and they didn't have studios to begin with, and you just let your biggest one go. <laughs> I would love everyone knows how I feel. Bungie coming back to home home to Microsoft um would be awesome. Uh creative freedom. I'm definitely I mean, all these new studio acquisitions that they say now, they've been nothing they have done nothing but praise the freedom Microsoft has given them um with uh being as creative as they want to be. And um but yeah, I think there's a shot, you know, always with Bungie and um who knows, right? So mm-hmm. <clears throat> So, people in the chat, uh, what would you, which studio would you like to see uh, acquired by Microsoft here if the rumors are true? Uh, type one for Crytek, two for IO Interactive, or three for Relic Entertainment. Guys, let us know what you think. I would certainly love to see that. Um, yeah, you know, I'm kind of mixed here because my 
My heart says Crytek, the one that I would really want. My mm -hmm. brain says IO, because I think that is the easiest of the three to get and the one that makes a little bit more sense as to what they're going for. And then I, I just really don't know about Relic. It depends how they can swing something with Sega. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Let's see. Oh, lots yeah, of one. UK Garrett Darian 69. <laughs> it's not an option, bro. <laughs> well, uh, snippet off of that is uh, Telltale. Uh, are they going under? They're yeah, they're, they're, gone. they're, they're done. I was, uh, I was about to say we, they that would be a perfect one to acquire with Game Pass and doing the episodic Wolf Among Us. Yes, yes, like well, that would be perfect for Game Pass. But I guess it's too late, probably. <laughs> well, to add to that, well, the Microsoft did look at them. Um, and uh, the time that Microsoft looked at them, um, a lot of their talent had 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 already you know left. You know, mm -hmm. They were once a big studio, you know, and then they slimmed down and they had their financial issues. But they were looked at, and uh, you know, Microsoft has looked at, at at a bunch of these studios and studios probably that you know signed on with other other uh, you know companies like. Uh, I think the uh, Crazy Horse Studio, um, mm -hmm. you know, uh, or the studio. What was the studio that made Warhammer? Oh, uh, Fat Shark. You're talking about Fat Shark. Yeah, I think Fat Shark was looked at. Uh, you know, just some deals are just not going to happen. All this, you know, it's it, it was crazy how they had signed six studios and 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 said they were announcing uh, one. You know, out of all of them, usually you have snags. You have uh, you know, you you've had rumors in the past of Square Enix uh, a signature away of signing with Xbox and and, and becoming you know selling Imagine off. That. <laughs> yeah, so I mean that that's just a rumor. But the th the point is is that this stuff is not easy to get done, and uh, especially like with Relic and and Sega, like Invader says that one might might be even more unlikely or or, or less likely because of stuff like that. This stuff isn't easy. Um, even in Japan, there's laws, or there were laws that that you couldn't, uh, you know. Uh, I think you couldn't, you couldn't leave, you couldn't sell yourself to an American company or something to that effect. I, I don't know the exact. I, I've 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 heard there were roadblocks with that, uh, but yeah, I mean, for them to get one or two studios to me is a win. I think they did what they needed to do last year, and especially that they're expanding the the footprint. They've hired, uh, you know, thousand developers on top of everything that they've done last year. You know, uh, Rare is at three hundred people. Uh, you know, uh, the coalition's gotten, uh, you know, expanded a hundred. Uh, uh, you know, you can go on and on. You know, these studios have grown. You know, twenty, thirty, forty percent. And, uh, you know, when you have that much talent and you have bigger studios, you're going to get bigger games. So uh, this is uh, – it's I I'm really happy with the direction that, that Xbox and Matt Booty uh, has been, you know, delivering so far. And it's, it's going to be exciting. That I, like I said, one or two at E3 or, or XO, and that's pretty big. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, we could just get one big one with, uh, you know, imagine Crytek again. That would Huge. be – that. You have you have crisis. Mm. You have the engine, like like Shock was saying. Like they have prowess to, to make 
their their graphic, you know, they make some unbelievable graphics. You know, you add that, and then you and then you support that, and you add some people to that, and you know, you could have you know exactly what we want, like these games that are almost photorealistic, mature type games. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely, and then you know, people forget a game like Crisis that was huge for PC back in the day too. I remember, you know, what was the joke? Uh, you know, will it run Crisis right? Because that game was so uh, graphically still, demanding. Still yeah, yeah, it was always bench. It always like they people did a lot of benchmarking right with that, with the testing with the PCs and stuff. So, <clears throat> mm-hmm. still to well, this day, it's it's test. Yeah. Well, we'll see, guys. It's going to be exciting the next uh, month or so, and I, I can't wait to E three. We, I think we will get a one or two announcements, but you know, we'll wait. It's exciting, right? We'll see if these come true. Just interesting rumors, in any case. Uh, but switching gears onto some Forza related rumors, and uh, no pun intended there. Um, Forza Street, formerly known as Miami Street, is reportedly making its way to the Nintendo Switch. Data miners were looking through the game's source code, found, and it, they found several references to the Nintendo Switch, along with Android and iOS platforms. Now, this is this bit of news. It seems to align with a lot of reports of Microsoft and Nintendo partnering up. And as of right now, you know, it looks like the Xbox One is absent from this. Now, panel, do you feel like it makes sense bringing Forza Street to the Nintendo Switch? It's a great great game. Why not, right? I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, I'm kind like I'm kind of mixed with this because it's not a game that everybody's playing. Um, it's a very simple game. It would be easy to port over to the Switch. But I guess, like, I've seen some Xbox fans not really too happy about this because it's been a bit of a a slow period for Xbox exclusives, and people are like, well, why isn't the Xbox getting it right and the Switch would be in other platforms? I feel like I've seen Sony fans talking about it, and that's pretty much it. Uh, uh, Whatever they have going on behind the scenes with Nintendo and what they're trying to do, you're trying to build a relationship, and, you know, why not put a game that was, you know, the Forza name... The brand itself is extremely popular. Why not try it on uh, their hardware and see how their fans take it and uh, just go from there? I mean, um, you're going to probably have cross-play with, I guess, mm-hmm. mobile, handheld, and probably the Xbox. I wouldn't be surprised if it's... I mean, yeah, this, this game's coming to the Xbox. Mm-hmm. If it's coming to the Switch, it's coming to the Xbox. Again, it's mm-hmm. a game made for it's a game made for touch phones. Mm-hmm. So you're you're interacting. You can't even steer. Control. So yeah, you can't <laughs> absolutely. Even steer. I want to know who is playing on their TV and their Xbox. <laughs> maybe maybe I could see with XCloud, like when you're on your phone in the future. But as as but, far as just Xbox console, if you if you you have Forza Motorsport or Forza Horizon, no one's like I'm gonna go play Forza Street, and tap level buttons. up in that and not steer. I want to prove yeah. you. Yeah. Absolutely, it's a very good point, and, and that and that's just some of the stuff that, that that gets thrown around. A lot of times, it's not by Xbox fans. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like you know, it's like complaining about uh, you know, uh, Halo Spartan Strike not coming. You know, when remember that game that was yep. a cell phone game. You know, I mean, these games like Gears Tactical, they're going to come to Xbox in some capacity. It's just that, let's be honest, these games are 
and especially Forza Street, they're made for cell phones. They're yeah. made. No for, one talks mm-hmm. about Mario Run not coming to the Switch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, it, it's it's it's. I don't think it's a big deal, and I do think that we might get some type of you know some type of six dollar freaking cheese Forza Street game on Xbox storefront, and it's not going to be a big deal anyway. You know, it's not the real Forza. Mm-hmm. I could see it working out for the Switch just because it is that portable kind of a touchscreen um, interactivity. So to me, that would make sense. I could see why Microsoft would want it on there. And re- it's just a small game, right, guys? Like, it's not really going to be like that intense. It- it'd just be like testing the water. They already have Hellblade on there. Cuphead just came on. So they're still testing the water. And obviously, the Nintendo and Microsoft friendship is uh, growing. I'm kind of curious to see if we'll see some kind of an E3 thing with Nintendo and Microsoft. That would be really interesting to see them both on stage. Uh, let's see who mm-hmm. we got in the chat here. TruthX7, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Louis Font- Fonten, thank you very much. UK Dazarus, thank you for joining, bud. Uh, Michael Monkey Punch in, the, in there, thanks for joining. We got Toby. Oh, yeah, lots of uh, responses to Rise. Man, people really like Rise. Oh, Toby mentioned Supermassive as a possible acquisition. Yes, I heard them, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would, yeah, actually, that would be pretty interesting. Are they the ones that did, um, what was that, Until Dawn, I think it was called? Um, Yeah, they were definitely for some, it might have been Until Dawn. Yeah, I think Um, it was them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that would be interesting. That always caught my eye. Yeah, the whole B-horror movie thing. Oh, it looked pretty cool to me. But uh, moving on, guys, and going on to what I would call a surprising announcement, and Epic Games has announced that it has purchased Rocket League uh, studio Psyonix. Now, Rocket League has been one of the phenomenas of this generation, basically coming out of nowhere, and Epic has been making aggressive moves recently, especially with its challenges towards valve and steam do you guys feel that psionics is a good buy for them don't speak um, all yeah. together guys <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> i i'm not sure about that one i don't I know did they say how much it, they uh spent to purchase them uh i'm not 100 no, percent sure there was, there was, there oh, was okay. nothing like that because i feel like rocket league's big but i just feel it's like a really simple game and I just don't like mm-hmm. Minecraft. Feels like it has a lot bigger draw and push when you acquire something like that. Whereas Rocket League, I feel mm-hmm. like it's fun when I play it, but I feel like it's kind of died down on its. I have not touched that game since I don't know when it's been. How long? Is it, when was? When did that come out? Two years ago? Has like, it been two years? Like Probably two more. years, something yeah. like that, maybe longer. Yeah. yeah it's been. But half. I think the numbers for what they had talked about was the number of players who had played Rocket League were something like 55, 56 million. So, you know, that's okay. no, that's not a number to really, you know, uh, just kind of uh, whiff at. That's a pretty impressive number. Huge. I got mm-hmm, absolutely huge. Now, I'm kind of curious here because with Microsoft picking up all these studios, I'm kind of curious as to why they wouldn't pick up Psionics. Maybe they got outbid. Mm, possibly. Possibly. Uh, I mean, they talked about Psionics and their relationship with Epic Games. Apparently, they got her along really well. Um, even, like, sort of, like, when Rocket League was 
developing in the middle of developing like early concepts came from like them uh kind of like just trying it out on the side with epic games so i just found that interesting there's like a close culture there in the studio and just kind of made sense for them and also what uk dazzers was talking about in the chat it's very much a streamer a streamer friendly kind of a game as well yes and it's and you're gonna probably get a, a rocket league too let's be honest that that's gonna come um i think it's a smart move but i think overall what it shows you is Epic's coming here. Epic's coming, and I said this last week. Epic's coming. To, to, they're coming to 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 play, and they're gonna play hardball. And um, if I'm Steam, I don't I don't take this lightly. To be honest, these are pretty huge moves, and and seems to what what Epic seems to have done so far has worked. So. Uh, I, I, I know that the space is, is uh, you know, really debated right now with the Epic Store and a lot of people are upset. But I have to say, um, Epic is going about this in a very, uh, you know, in a very cutthroat business manner. But you know what? To, to really to, to take on Steam, you kind of have to be that way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just interesting, guys. I... I don't know if any of you guys have played Rocket League. I enjoyed it for what it was. You know, at least it had a lot of options in there. And I just, it was just, just overall a fun game. You can either have quick matches at a fun online, uh, local couch co op. I just, I, I really like that game. It's a cool game to own. Um, what else do we got here? Well, moving on then. So, Sega has been featured in the news quite a lot this week mostly obviously from the backlash from the sonic the hedgehog movie i don't know if any of you guys have uh, seen the mock-ups of that um but however following an earnings call sega revealed some very interesting news sega says that in 2018 they saw a drop of 70 percent due to market miscalculations, game delays, and just lack of sales, specifically from digital sales. And now in response, Sega states that it will focus on core properties, core IP, and they may throw in a remaster, re-release or two here or there and bring more key franchises overseas. So panel, with this news, do you think we'll see platform exclusive titles such as Yakuza, Judgment and maybe like Fist of the North Star, Lost Paradise come over to Xbox. Why not? I don't know why they didn't do it in the first place. Unless when you know, I mean they're they're putting all these games on Sony, right? I mean they're not paying for any exclusivity, right? So yeah, and they're so so similar platforms. It makes no yeah, sense. make your money. I, I just it, mm-hmm. stuff like that never makes sense to me unless they lose so much money porting it over to xbox because i guess the interest is not as high but i, f- I feel like how much work did they really i feel like they'd make back any Can't money they deported over to a similar you know architecture mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly it doesn't really seem like uh that lot of work just to do a, a port over right like it doesn't I just always wondered about that. I just I, maybe they didn't think the demand would be there, but then again, I've seen all kinds of responses from Xbox fans. Hey, you know, can we have Yakuza and other titles? Because they want a lot of these Japanese games. Because that's what the Xbox platform seems to be lacking is JRPGs and so on. Um, supposedly, uh, according to the report. 
the strategy reaffirms its new games will come to all systems from PC to mobile and even next-gen consoles like PlayStation 5. They didn't specifically say uh, Xbox, but that could just be because the next Xbox hasn't been revealed yet. But, you know, there is a lot of hope here. And I've seen, you know, there's just such a yearning for more Japanese uh, games on the console, right? Yeah, hundred percent. I think that um, the writing's on the wall with this. It's these games that were exclusive this this generation that really helped Sony Persona. You know, Yakuza's series, yeah. which I think would sell well on Xbox. To be honest, um, they're going to be coming to Xbox, and it's a good thing because um, we need these type of games, and we are we are lacking in them. I would have them announcing it on an E3 floor, like, you know, briefly even, just to show that they're, you know, that um, the game's coming to... Uh, well, Xbox. he was just there, too. Yeah? You know, if you think about the timing, you think about the timing, he was just there, and then now all of a sudden you get this report, you know? It would be, it would be huge if they could announce, uh, you know, the Sega support there, because... Uh, that's just, uh, you know, exclusivity is a huge selling point, and we all know that. This gen proved that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, if they can get those back in there or just get them in there in their, in, in their slew of games and Game Pass and everything, be huge. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think that whole uh, stigma of, like, Xbox players don't buy Japanese these Japanese titles, it's completely unfounded and just made up. You just look at the 360 for one. Yeah. Some of those games were selling just as well on the 360 as well. Hey, let's not forget Final Fantasy X and X2 are on the Xbox. I still can't believe it. I haven't played it yet, I haven't had the time, but I had to immediately buy those games. And um, yeah, I'm I'm like I'm still in awe. Like I can't, I would I never thought that that would ever come to Xbox, but they're doing something behind the scenes. They want these Japanese-centric games. Um, on Xbox, so mm-hmm. they're making a statement. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then if you look at, I remember last E3, they had yeah, there were quite a few statements. Uh, when Devil May Cry Five was on stage, everybody was like, "Whoa!" Yeah. And that was a really impressive game for them to show off. I remember when Jump Force was showed off as well uh, a year or two ago, and so Vane still waiting on that one. Yeah. But- the, yeah, that's correct. Uh, everybody was surprised when King. What, what game? Yeah, Kingdom Hearts got shown off last year, and it was just like, wow, you know, they're really trying to court them, you know, really getting the uh, conversation started with the Japanese games. And I don't know, you know, there's just a certain appeal for that, you know, and they do really make some great games. I'm just glad to see them courting them more and being more open and bringing them over to the platform, right? Because as a gamer, you know, I want a wide variety of games to play. And, you know, thankfully, they're starting to court these Japanese developers. Thankfully, like Devil May Cry 5. Ooh, great game. I just played that a month or two ago. Awesome, guys. Awesome. Check it out. I think this could be really smart for them if they get, uh, like, with Game Pass, get some of these Japanese games that maybe are more niche and don't, like, break, you know, you know records out the gate. Um, like some of the AAA games do, get some of get those some exposure after at least a few months. Get those on Game Pass, and 
you know, those could blow up because more people will try them when they don't have to drop 60 bucks, 40 yeah. bucks to try it. Sure. So is your point. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just another one of those things that, you know, you, you want to see the games there, and I'm glad to see that they're bringing them over. Um, but yeah, moving on, guys, to a topic that was recently brought up, and Xbox recently updated their code of conduct, and you're going to have to give me a minute here with this one, guys. It details roughly a bunch of points in the Microsoft service agreement, one that you know you must accept in order to use a Microsoft account. And it actually goes into detail about a few things. And honestly, I appreciate how laid out it is because usually there's all this legal jargon and it can be rough sometimes to go through. But it starts to break down into smaller categories. And one's the the difference between trash talk and harassment. They give some really, well, some funny examples like how the right way would be. That was serious potato aim. Get wrecked. And then they give some like points that they really don't want to be seen on the platform. But basically, they want everybody to be civil and live in harmony on the Xbox Live ecosystem. But this document, it details like harmful behavior for using mods and not developer-approved mods, using game exploits to, for example, duplicate items. Obviously, a lot of Destiny fans know what that's like with, like, loot farming, so they're not going to like that, the ones who really like to go loot farming in certain areas and get all their in-game loot. And, yeah, there's, like, there's all these little uh, sections. Like, there's a section that call, that's called Keep Your Content Clean, sections that request players not to use your activity feeds on platforms to promote controversial politics. And, honestly, guys, like, this is interesting. And what are the consequences of this? Well, if your profile is suspended, you will forfeit the licenses for all your games and other content gold membership time and Microsoft account balances. So panel, do you think that this is harsh losing all your content over something you say, something you promote over Xbox live, or do you think it's right? Um, not necessarily a bad thing. You gotta, you want it. You want it to be a positive, positive atmosphere. You want to uh, show that you care. When you got your kids playing on Xbox Live, you don't want them being harassed. I guess. I mean, for me, I can take it. I mean, I've been a beta tester for Xbox Live since before it came out. So, uh, some of the stuff is funny. Um, I'm reading this. The nice list uh, that was <laughs> serious potato aim get wrecked. The only reason why you went positive was you spent all. You spent. All game camping, <laughs> try again, kid. Yeah, I, I'm saying some of this stuff, but uh, it's a good thing. I mean, you got, I mean, you got to get your parents, you know, to get get on board with Xbox, and you got to have a positive, a positive, uh, I guess, environment somewhat to uh, to uh, to to want to still play. I mean, some people get harassed and don't even want to get on it anymore. They don't want to be bullied. You know, it's a it's a it's a it's a, good, a thing that exists. And you got to uh, monitor it. So, hundred percent. Well, I mean, listen, mm-hmm. it's guidelines. It's it, it's kind of funky how they did it, or pretty funny. Uh, obviously, you know, you get the idea what they they don't want you. You know, they don't want you talking about gender. They don't want you calling somebody yeah. uh, a racial term. They don't want yeah, you. Female gamer. I mean, they, female gamers get sexually harassed. I mean, people in mm-hmm. general. Get well, that does happen. Let's yeah. let's be honest. I mean. 
you know, uh, I've seen it where, you know, a girl comes in a podcast, uh, not a podcast, in a, in a room and, mm-hmm. you know, there's three guys that are talking to her, you know, right away because, you know, whatever, they're hitting on her and, mm-hmm. and that stuff, that stuff, uh, you know, should find itself out, out of gaming, you know, you should just treat people as gamers and whatnot. But, you know, this is just, this is just social media and just the way of interacting as it is today, you know, this, that people do that all over. But, um, with this, I, I, you know, I think it's just a, a guideline, nothing to get too crazy about. Obviously respect each other, respect your, your fellow gamer. Um, don't cheat, uh, you know, things that the people do bad don't do, you know? And, and I, I get that. And, and I know that, that they're trying to make this a better place. Uh, one thing I do disagree with, let's just say that somebody had a bad day and, you know, they 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 said something that was out of line, um, depending on the severity. But I I don't believe anybody's perfect, and I don't and I sometimes do believe that if you get in the wrong situation, you could, you know, you could have everyone reporting you, and you really didn't do anything bad. But you know, it, it just you had a bunch of people that were against you. For you to lose all your digital content, to me, is completely absurd. You got it's gotta be a proven thing. You gotta I mean I've had I've played tons of Gears of War and just just wrecked. Like I just just you know, eight kills, twelve kills, no deaths, and uh I've had people send me bad feedback just because Yes, and, there's uh, stuff like because, that that goes on. Good, yeah. And mm-hmm. also if you're buying something and you own that and you've done something that say is questionable and and you have somebody that that's making a decision on all your digital content that that's not fair i do believe that you should be and i don't know if this is this is i don't know the the i've never been banned so i can't test it but supposedly you lose all access to your games even games that are offline mm. um and that's to me that's that's uh that's illegal and they shouldn't be able to do that, you know. I, I can understand if they don't want you on the network, and you're banned from Xbox Live, and you can't play Destiny, uh, you know. Or but but if you have a game, let's say you bought Gears, Gores, and Kenobi, or if they just ban you, know, you from other playing with others, maybe or something. Oh, just right. You still get or to specifically play that game, specifically that game. If they could, let's say you're playing Halo, right? Where you do the infraction. Yeah, but not everything. I own 750 games. You mean to tell me <laughs> that if I if I if I had a bad day or or I was just in a bad situation where people uh you know cuz I won the game and then they they all said that I said something that I didn't. You mm-hmm. know, stuff like that can can happen. And I get some type of I just get the bad luck. I get a bad guy who reviews it and then I lose all my content and then I have no way of of getting that content back or, or rights that 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 to me is completely unfair and illegal. Um, and I've always said that. Like, if you buy a game digitally, you can possibly limit who I play with, but you can't limit my content. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if I can't? Let's say I came over. I'm going to Tim Dog's house, and I'm just like, you know, I'm going to just be reckless with the guy. <laughs> like, oh, he's Tim's out getting his food, grabbing a couple of pies, whatever, getting some beers. We'll play. And I'm just talking right. all types of trash on his account, but it's not even him. Like, you know, if you can't even, how do you even prove that even? Like, there's a lot of yeah. stuff that you just. Exactly. There's this, this yeah. bad situations. There's somebody mm-hmm. who turned your Xbox on or whatever and just started screaming crazy stuff. 
yeah. or whatever, well, you know, a kid or whoever knows. Yeah, you know. or, yeah. I mean, it's good that. to crack down on it, but I think my early, my early gears of one days back in 06 when I was like I think 20 back then, some of the stuff I said going back and forth with people, <laughs> there's some like, I'm glad they didn't have this back then. Like yeah. our, all of our accounts in those, you know, those games, those matches would have got band just <laughs> getting at yes. each other and the wild being West. competitive <laughs> it was crazy back then oh yeah i remember the uh, lobbies in halo 3 Ooh, they were rough for uh, call of duty oh man <laughs> yeah well some of it's online you could always watch on youtube it's pretty pretty bad pretty but pretty gruesome you know the thing is even okay they talk about the uh, licenses for digital games but even just your microsoft account balance too it's like they be they're able to hit like everything that touches your microsoft account like you know uh, obviously there's things i i would prefer not people to say uh, there were i don't want anybody you know i don't want to say anything to anybody myself um you know i want a good experience online but you know there are options too like there's the mute button for example you know that's a good option if you just don't really like block. somebody block like those right off the bat those pretty much in my opinion solve a good deal of the issues right there i mean i realize that these are going to be extreme cases that they're talking about but you know like it, it just you get a little worried when you hear about stuff like this where they can revoke basically the licenses of the games that you bought the money that you have in your account and so on you know it's something to uh you know to keep note of right especially when they're just updating this right now i'm just trying to think of an example of what they can what, what can you possibly do to make them like maybe swatting well no i mean like, you if if you call somebody a racial slur, you're you're gone. Like, in, in, mm-hmm. like if you do that, or if you say, you know, you call somebody, you make fun of their gender, or or, or you know what they're doing, and you're, you're nasty about it, and they have a recording, you're done. I've seen like, some girls put up some videos lately in Fortnite that were pretty egregious. <laughs> yeah, but my question is, how would they handle? Okay, if it's something on the Microsoft platform, you know, there's some stuff that goes on, for example, in Twitch guys, like, you know, there's some videos there. There's some kind of risky stuff that gets shown there. Could Microsoft do anything about that as well? Or is that specifically a Twitch thing? I would say that's a Twitch thing. I, I think your gamer tag is, is the first line of, uh, you know, of, of, you know, mm-hmm. what can happen. The, the first line of, um, Retribution. They can go after your gamer tag. Let's just say, oh, they can ban your Xbox. They can do stuff like that. But um, I don't think that they can, you know, take it that far on another platform. But you know, again, it's it's the type of thing was that that stuff shouldn't happen. But in a perfect world, sometimes mm-hmm. mistakes happen. Sometimes people get drunk and they say stupid things and they shouldn't say it. Uh, but again, I, I just don't agree with them taking your complete digital, you know, digital life or whatever, whatever you want to call retail, and just saying you can't access it anymore. To me, that is just, that needs to be, uh, there needs to be some type of precedent set. There needs to be a court case that, that needs to be set because it's, it's unfair to the consumer. Uh, there's no, there's no way, but there's no way you can get around that and say that I can't play my, 700 games because something happened that was 
marginal at best, and I, I and I don't have any way to appeal it, or I don't have any way to get my my content that I bought. That's to me. I just I can't I can't see that being customer friendly. Yeah. Does anyone here game share? Because Magnetic Storm twenty five is bringing up a point. Like, how would that affect you if you were game sharing with someone else? If that's what he's trying to say in the chat. Um, it depends on the where the infraction is done. So let's say you're game sharing, mm-hmm. and they are on your home console, but you're on you're you're on your 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 home console. Somebody else is on your home console, so they can access your games. But they're on their gamer tag, and they do some egregious stuff, and they, they do some bad stuff, and they get report and banned. It's still going to come down to the uh, not the console. Uh, it would come down to the gamer tag, but it might come down to the console when you know if there's cheating or there's stuff, they will ban your console. And uh, if if you get caught doing that stuff, they will ban your console. So in that case, I think the console would be liable. But for things that you say. And or do or do something that that's um, you know uh, racial or or whatever you want to say over the top that you've done that's going to be uh, associated to the gamer tag. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, just something to keep an eye on, right? Like it's it's tough because like you know somebody could even like hack your account i've seen people hack i had a friend who got his account hacked and you know it took forever to get back and somebody was doing some really weird stuff with it and it's like how do you how do they know that's you on that account right doing all that mm-hmm. you know unmentionable stuff so 100% yeah mhm so you know it brings up a lot of good points like i I do appreciate the fact that they're going back and looking at the terms of service, updating some things, but at the same time, you know, they have to be careful. You have to be very careful, you know, what's controversial, what what to say, what not. Some things are obvious, some things are a little more, you know, if you say some edgy stuff or you can get banned, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's hard to say, guys. Um, I don't personally like it when companies interfere with what i say what i do but at the same time you know i understand that there are people out there who you know really go after others you know and make it a not so fun experience online so i get that but there are tools in place on the platform that can help you prevent that kind of stuff from happening but uh moving forward you know that was a good talk uh who do we got here manic storm uh thank you for joining toby uh thank you very much he bought thank you for joining in uh great show guys thank you very much for joining in here uh moving on and along to another xbox live topic recently there's been a very large upswing in spam bots flooding xbox live messages sending links to rather explicit sites and offering gift cards and so forth and when it's just really viruses for example links to viruses obviously xbox live is important for microsoft as it's the heart of its online gaming efforts especially going forward panel members would you like to see xbox do more to curb this because it does seem to be kind of a growing nuisance and uh, they really do need to protect us from these kinds of things on the platform what are your thoughts guys I've only had one or two times where I've had like some weird message come up on Xbox Live. Hey, uh, you know, you want to be my girlfriend or a boy? <laughs> <Some> weird, <laughs> some weird thing like that. But 
I just usually just ignore it and just kind of chuckle and keep it moving. So it doesn't bother me per se, but. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just kind of annoying, I find, like, out of nowhere, you, I've gotten, like, two or three messages like that, just out of the blue, uh, asking, like, really, really random stuff, and, uh, I don't know, just weird, like, all of a sudden, it's like somebody's flooding the spot. Hi, yeah, they, what are you yeah, wearing? <laughs> they've had these issues... They've had these issues on and off. Uh, they seem to clear it, and then they, they get it to go away. And then a new uh, a new system comes where these, these um, whatever you want to call them, bots or mass bots, uh, you know, it comes about. And, the, and then you get all these, you know, you get group messages or you get these these, these uh, messages all over the place. So it's, it's something that I do think that they actively work on. But uh, you know, you know, there's always people working there out to try to fish and get your information, and they they still they get your information. That's the sad thing is, is that this stuff might not affect anybody on this panel or even anybody listening to the show. But you know, there's people that aren't that tech savvy that you know they see something and then they get they get lured into it and then all of a sudden they're giving their password away and they're they're getting fished. And uh, that's not a good thing. So yeah, it, it's it stinks. But um, like I said, I, I they usually get a handle on it. It's just these things come in waves, from what I've seen through this generation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now it's inter- it's interesting too because now currently in the Xbox Insiders program, there's a message request section. Uh, being tested to separate the messages from unknowns. So that'll be a really useful function going forward, actually, when you think about it. Yeah, that, that, would, that would help a lot. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I will say, just having from a... Because I check... I don't get on my PlayStation as often, but I swear there's one, like, every time I check. There's like... Oh, it's like yeah, some they have the same random model. picture. Mm-hmm. It's like when you get a friend request from this, like, hot model picture... And it's somebody you don't know, and they're saying like lewd stuff. I have one on there, like I swear, like every month. I'm like, I never <laughs> seen it on Xbox yet, but on PlayStation, I've definitely seen it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, they've had their problems too. Uh, I, I've seen the the ones that annoy me are the the uh, the group messages where you get like a group of them or whatever, and they they're just they go on and on. Uh, you know, you have to cancel them out and. You, know, you have to clear it up. But the message request system seems to be something that could be good because I hate randoms and unknowns. Sometimes I get people that I don't like when somebody asks me to, to go into chat and they, I have no idea who they are and I'm not even friends with them. I kind of, you know, I, I think I can turn that off, but I don't like that when that, uh, that, that happens. It kind of just, if I know you, send me a request. But if I don't know you, you shouldn't be sending me a request or asking me to play Minecraft, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah well you gotta watch out like uh uk dazarus says here you know he said some stuff so watch out for uh links from uk daz all right guys <laughs> um but moving on guys uh this wasn't in the topic list but uh recently there was the whole sonic the hedgehog movie fiasco uh, a lot of people were upset. There's a lot of backlash with the way that the character was represented in the movie trailer. And do you guys feel that 
gaming movies, movies based on games, why do they tend to set be set up for failure and just don't seem to represent uh, the games that they portray? Why do they just seem to fail the way that they do? Because they don't really seem to present the games well. They don't really seem to do a good job of telling the games. And it, just, it looks like the, the director is going to be going back and redoing Sonic the Hedgehog. How do you guys feel about uh, gaming movies in general? Um, some of them are okay, I guess. I mean, I just kind of take it for what it is. That Sonic one, though, that trailer. I mean, Jim Carrey. <laughs> Jim cool, he's funny. Um, but that, that little blue thing did not, did not, it's not what I would imagine Sonic would look like. Um, so mm -hmm. I'm glad that they're changing it. Um, but let's say, like, the movie Doom, that was okay. Uh, some of the, uh, uh what's, was it, uh, not too later. Um, Resident Evil movies were pretty decent. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if it really matched up well with the uh, the game per se, but they were still entertaining. So it was just well, they checked. They ticked off a lot of boxes. You know, they did a lot of things right, uh, regardless of how I guess they interpret the movies. They were still pretty uh, competent the way they were presented. They were done very well. That's why there's been several of them made, as you said. You know, they're decent movies, whether they were uh done well in resident evil is another story uh but you know when it comes to sonic the hedgehog you know i get the feeling that sega was like you know what the heck is this and uh, you know had to get involved here because it was kind of, it was really embarrassing i i didn't even recognize the character uh from the sonic the hedgehog i'm like who is this who the heck is this and then i see jim carrey He's as uh, dr robotnik like what is this yeah he does look like a rat <laughs> And within 20 minutes, people had better mock-ups yeah. of it themselves. They're like, oh, wait, yeah, we should have just done that. <laughs> it's oh. recognizable because that you see that and you're like, people don't recognize it. People recognize those mock-ups that people did like, oh, yeah, that's Sonic. I just I couldn't believe it because, you know, you got like Gangster's Paradise, you know, Coolio uh, blaring during the entire trailer. And then you got this unrecognizable sonic and it's just like what are they doing to I this mean, it, franchise it like it looked like him to me but it just wasn't what i would imagine like it just looked freakish like it was it was it was funny in itself i would just laugh if i saw that if i went to the movies to see that i would just laugh as soon as he popped on the screen because it was just yeah it was pretty it was pretty bad but while we're on the subject though like does anyone have a favorite like video game movie just just, usually they suck. Usually yeah, they usually are. they do suck. I mean, they go. I remember Mortal <laughs> Kombat. Remember Mortal Kombat, <laughs> the Street Fighter. But after uh, a while, it just becomes so cheesy that <laughs> like I'll watch Mortal Kombat now just because. Do you guys maybe, remember the uh, Super Mario Brothers movie? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> horrible. <laughs> the, Resident, the Resident Evil ones are pretty much the most. Mm -hmm. the, yeah, the I think the first movie. one was like decent, was pretty good, and, it, and I was fine with it doing its own character. Like, cool, do that. But then when it was like, oh no, let's bring in the character names of like Jill, and they don't right. act or or any way that character in the movie mm -hmm. don't act that way, and just mix them all about, and it's <laughs> I'm like now I hate it. <laughs> I mean, Except these go back. Long time. I mean, you know, I'm an older gamer. You got. I mean, ET was a disaster, of course, right? So that's got to be the first one that I can think of that you know, they tried to make him, you know, 
a game. They try, well, they try to make a game because the, the movie was good on that. And then but that was the one they buried all the 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 ETs. Remember that? They yeah, they the found it. <laughs> and then you had uh, you had uh, Goonies on the NES, and you had Jaws on the NES, and Jason, and even Freddy. Like those were, I was always like so excited to play those games, and it was nothing like the damn movie. Like I was just. Do you guys remember yeah. the uh, Doom movie with The Rock? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that. I enjoyed that though. I didn't think that was that bad of a movie. I mean, what did you guys think? It was, it was a good action movie. I just didn't really. I don't know. They need to bring back those uh, Riddick games. I like those back in the. Yeah, I remember the Riddick. The, the, they, they were, were like pretty... a movie. They played it off as like a movie. They had some of the actors. Uh, I forget one mm. of the guys' names, but. Mm. but just there seems to be a lot of uh, video game inspired movies coming out. Rampage was out last year. Uh, yeah. Coincidentally, yeah, with the rock as that? well. Yeah, I did not see that, but I, I was interested. I know Gears is actually supposedly has a movie. Minecraft has a movie. Minecraft and Halo Detective has that. Pikachu's sort of one. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I guess yeah. that one probably has the most promise. I think. <laughs> right. Anyway. I remember probably. the Prince of Persia movie. It was yes. okay, but it wasn't like great by any means uh oh yeah need for speed remember uh with uh what's his name uh, yeah yeah what yeah. was the one with the girl it was a tomb raider or it was was tomb raider oh yeah with a uh, vikander i forget her full name yeah, but, the, yeah. it was it was horrible warcraft <laughs> i saw that and that was uh that was lackluster um mm-hmm then you have games about you had movies about video games like the end game. No, not, it's not called. Was it called the end game? What was it called? Uh, they were like out of space or something. They were just like this kid was like great at like gaming or something. And he just was just. Oh wait, they're shooting an Uncharted one, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Are you talking yeah. about? Oh, uh, sorry, um, Megatron. Are you talking about the Wizard? That's an older game. No, this is something that came out in like 2016, I think. Uh, I think I got the name all wrong, to be honest. But The Wizard, I saw The Wizard with Fred Savage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, The Last Starfighter was about a video game, and that's probably my all-time favorite one, if you guys own oh. that one. Oh, I own that one. That's I a have good it one. Totally. Yeah, that was pretty good. So, One uh, movie based off of a game that I do enjoy that I own, it's uh, Guilty Pleasure. I guess you would say, um, I don't know if it's any good. I just kind of have a soft spot for it. Uh, Wing Commander, actually. <laughs> I remember that one. I remember that, too. Is that with Freddie Prince Jr.? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, that's why uh, <laughs> it's a guilty pleasure. Um, I don't know. I just enjoy it. It's a fighter movie. I don't know. I just kind of like it. Got a soft spot for is it. What a, can I say? Was it? What's his face? Uh from Scooby-Doo and Scream. I forget his name. I know, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I just, yeah. Yeah. The guy that played uh, uh, Scraggy, or what's, what's his face? Shaggy. Shaggy Scraggy. Zoinks, yo! <laughs> Zoinks. Yeah. Uh, but, no, like, it's just a shame that uh, there aren't, like, a lot of good, high-quality movies based off of games these days although detective pikachu i will say this though the quality that i'm seeing from the trailers it does look kind of interesting i'm hoping that you know it does well uh in the box office but uh i guess we'll see no idea how it'll turn out but 
you know, we'll see you guys. Um, moving on to our next topic. Well, last topic. Uh, what have uh, we been playing, guys? What games have we been playing recently? Um, we'll start with you, Shock. What have you been playing this past week or so? Uh, oh, um, I think, yeah, Sakira, I've been trying to finish that, and uh, I got that on the PC because I figured I needed all 60 frames, all the help I could get, um, and I think God of War. I'm oh, yeah. Trying to, trying to finish that, so. Is uh, Sekiro as hard as everybody says it is? Yeah, but if you if you put in the work, like, you, you never feel cheated. You just know it's like, you see exactly where you failed. And you just mm-hmm. have to get with the, the timing. So it's just learning, and but yeah, it can get frustrating when I you want get to try a, it. Though. It looks so rewarding. Like once you get past, it's fun. Uh, yeah, when you when you get when you get a, a kill, it's super rewarding and satisfying. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Like I'm not like super into those games, but you know that they do attract me to them. So I'd be curious to check out uh, Sekiro. Maybe if it goes on sale, I'll give it a go or hey, maybe it'll come to Game Pass. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, no, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, Megatron, what have you been playing these days? Honestly, um, even from the last show, I supposed to have played uh, World War Z, got the game new at launch and had absolutely no time to play actually i played yesterday at what two in the morning talking to tim hanging out with tim and mama Sita and delilah and we were playing i played guns gore and cannoli um two mm-hmm. for a couple of hours while we were hanging out in the uh in the uh group chat but uh other than that unfortunately uh just busy life hopefully this week uh i have more time to play so <clears throat> how is guns gore and cannoli too it's good it's fun Fun, easy to play, um, and uh, I love I love those type of side scrolling shooters. You know, grab the gun and just uh, pull the you know just pull the trigger and just go through the map, and uh, it's easy to play. Well, I played the first one. I thought it was a pretty fun side scroller. Good, you know, it was a good script, good interesting story. I like the uh, world personally. It's fun. Um, Tim, what have you been playing the past week? Well, basically, I had a week where uh, very busy. Um, the only one I really played was NBA 2K19. Um, hoping the Knicks get uh, Durant and I can modify this <laughs> roster. Uh, but yeah, I finished Mortal Kombat. I finished the uh, the story mode, and I did a couple of tower tutorials. Uh, highly recommend that game. Um, but yeah, pretty much a pretty crazy week and. I'm looking forward to uh, E3's coming, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we get some big games announced. I'm really looking forward to the bigger games at the end of the year. Uh, Gears, uh, uh, Ori, even though it's not a bigger game. Halo um, Infinite. Yeah, yeah. I'm I excited mean, to I, see what they do with that battle too, just to see. Yeah, I what hope that's they good. Try to make of it. <laughs> well, we still need to see gameplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supposedly, two point five hand hand drawn scroll type games. It's gonna be like uh, take some notes, I, some Cuphead. Yeah. Yes, I think it's kind of of that elk uh, or ilk, whatever you say. Um, but yeah, I, I really had a, a down week. And as far as we we were actually last night 
um, we were talking about it because I was on the phone and we were just, I wasn't even on Xbox. And uh, Megatron sent me a, a, a request from Xbox Live and we just talked in there. And, and I have to say, it's pretty impressive just even that. Like, we were just, you know, I wasn't even on Xbox and I was talking to Delilah. We were all talking and That's talking awesome. about E3 plans and, and going over stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna try to get back into Exodus. Uh, I think I, I don't know if it was you, Invader, or somebody said that they kind of had a similar experience where they first played Exodus and they didn't like it, and then they went back to it, and then they really enjoyed it. So I'm about to give that another look. Uh, you know, there's not not any big new games coming out, so uh, I'm gonna give that another look and uh, you know hit the backlog. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, Metro Exodus, I really enjoyed it. Um, but then again, I'm a I've been a fan of Metro since the beginning. It's different, I'll admit that. You know, it's a little more well, a lot more wide open. It gives you more room to breathe, but it's familiar in a lot of respects too. Beautiful game. Uh, you gotta get used to the combat a bit and uh customizing the weapons, but it's fun. I, I really enjoyed it. Um as far as stuff that I've been playing. Well, I've been playing the heck out of Ace Combat 7. Still, I actually just beat it uh, the other night. And, man, I tell you, I missed ha- playing a good co- uh, aerial combat game. Like, there's not too many good ones around. So, I really enjoyed the heck out of Ace Combat 7. Guys, if you in- say you put into that, like, really quick? Uh, well, the thing is, I played on hard difficulty. So... It's probably, you know, it's tacking on a few more hours to what it would usually take. Uh, although it wasn't that bad. Uh, I have no idea, to be honest. I'd be just making up a number. But okay. it, it's a pretty decent length. Like, you have, there's like 20 missions. So, it gives you... I was just asking, because it's another game that I have, including Metro Exodus, that I need to, you know, I got day one and just trying to find time to play. It's just like, it's such a challenge, but... Well, some missions take like uh, 20 minutes, some take 30. There's a couple of missions I played where they took 15 minutes. Just depends. It totally depends on the mission itself. Some ask for to take out like a certain number of enemies and you hit a certain score. Some are uh, based off of uh, time limits. Uh, just it depends. But honestly, there's about 20 missions there. And. No, it's good, man. It's good. Definitely get a chance. I'm, you said you have uh, Metro Exodus as well. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> uh, I don't know. Like honestly, choose for yourself which one you want to go through first. But both are good. Both are very good. But uh, just coming off of Ace Combat Seven, I definitely recommend it because we don't we don't really have any good uh, flying games out there. To be honest with you, that's why I would love to see a game like Crimson Skies Return, something like that. You know, like a really fun like yeah. Mm-hmm. Next generation Crimson Skies or next generation Mech Assault with flying type mechs too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's what we all dream of. I mean, that's that's the type of stuff that uh, we hope that they can deliver. Bring back that Steel Battalion. Yeah, remember <laughs> that Battalion. I had two of those. Technically, they did, but <laughs> they yeah. can connect. They connect. They connect. Oh God. Oh my God. Yeah, so they just that did that was. wrong. Like. You know, they should have just done uh, in the whole enhance by connect thing, but when you leave that to just having it purely connect, that was just a bad move. Like, mm-hmm. 
Oh, because, you know, there are so many people that want another uh, Steel Battalion game, like a proper one, but then they're just like, oh, hey, let's slap this on. And uh, those matches know. would last almost an hour. Like the, the PvP, like it was real intense. Capture the container. You had your robotic arm that would come down and grab the container and your your armor there in that spot was exposed. And if you didn't eject, eject in time with that game, you would lose everything. You would, I mean, you would absolutely be wiped out. You would lose all your vertical tanks and would have to start over from scratch. But uh, I love that game. But uh, unfortunately, you had to, you played a lot of people from Japan because a lot of people over here in the States that didn't have the game. They didn't uh, mm-hmm. sell as well. But uh, I enjoyed that game for what it was, for what it was. And uh, I would love to have that back. So mm-hmm. I like the look of it. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I totally understand what you're saying, though. Um, oh well, it's a shame. Just imagine here, next gen, how big your backlog's gonna be when all other studios are clicking on all cylinders and everything's just going straight to Game Pass. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna be backlog's gonna be crazy, yeah. Well, that's what I was actually thinking too, uh, I think a few hours ago because. Uh, they, you know, they have some uh, first-party stuff in there, but as far as the recent stuff, you know, it's been kind of slow because we haven't had that many first-party decent releases. But yeah, once they get their first party started, some of these studios, again, some of them, you know, they have, you know, uh, a couple of studios right working on stuff like Playground has a couple of studios, and Exile has two, and so on. So once rare. they get everything, chug- yeah, rare is uh, massive now. So once they get rolling, you know, we're get we're gonna have ga- you know a few games each year, and it's gonna be exciting, guys. It's gonna be good. We're gonna have the content going in. It's gonna be we're gonna we're not gonna know what to do with ourselves with our time. How you would know? you guys feel like, if Microsoft came with their own full? I mean, with Game Pass, I mean, I don't think any EA games, or at least what Madden would even come to Game Pass, is it? Do we have that at all on Game Pass? I, I don't know. I don't think that they... I don't know. I have to check. Madden? I, I, thought, I thought they saw Madden in there. Or I thought they saw a sports game in there, but it was There's definitely not too many. older. You know, another thing is... Because it, it would make me think that Microsoft would now maybe have to, you know, make their own sports games just to, to put oh, on I Game wish, Pass. Oh, I wish, but they, right? they, they, they'll never. No. It would be nice. They, be huge. So that'd be great to get a baseball game. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of my biggest wants. But I don't think that would ever happen. This doesn't make any sense um, on their take. I mean, it would be a very good fan service move. Uh, and if they could get it right, they could probably make some money on it. But I don't think they'd take the risk, to be honest. Yeah. But probably one of the not. things is that we were talking about, uh, play, I, I'm looking definitely to play this week. I know... Uh, Iron Lord, um, uh, you know, addict wants to uh, play uh, Sea of Thieves. Uh, yes. I heard the Sea of Thieves mm. uh, update is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, we should get a uh, a TXR night going on for that uh, Sea of Thieves. I've been meaning to try it out too. Now that I think about it, I feel like the games are a lot more fun when you play with Brits. UK UK Jazz, did you hear that? You get the British humor. And I'm playing as a pirate, and then it's like the best mix, but <laughs> it's all worlds come to head. Just because oh. their lingo is so foreign to me, so it like fits like the whole pirate theme. I in some way in my mind, it fits that way. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Like, do well, you think yeah. Outer Worlds is coming to Game Pass? Because that's kind of like it's a multi-plat. I think that's going to be huge. We owned by them in a way, but it's not published by them. So it should be. I don't see why it. Wouldn't. It might not come day in day one. Maybe probably. I like, wouldn't say I'm day one. Six months later, maybe, but for sure, I think that game is going to be big, though. Uh, I think that game is going to actually do well. Mm-hmm. I think that. You know, especially with what um, how Fallout seventy six did. You know, a lot of people were bummed with that. People are looking for new RPG experiences, and when I saw the excitement for the Outer Worlds, I couldn't believe it. Everybody was talking about it. Like I saw PlayStation guys talking about it. I saw the PC guys getting really excited for it. Xbox guys were thrilled, obviously, because they're like, "Oh, hey, this studio that uh, Microsoft just picked up, Obsidian—that's what they're doing. Wow, it looks pretty yeah. cool." So yeah. you know, there's a lot of positivity behind it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, no, like I'm. It looks good. It looks good. Um, I like the way that it looks, the aesthetics, the way that uh, in, in this gen. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds you of a better Fallout. Yeah, and they even <laughs> had that in the original trailer. They're like the original creators of Fallout. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true, and yeah, it just looks exciting to me, and uh, I'm just excited to explore another world personally. Plus, it's nice for Xbox to finally have like uh, more RPGs coming out too, because we haven't really had very many. Oh, but, yeah. yeah, but uh, you know, after a very lively show, guys, with a bunch of you know really interesting industry topics, this show has now come to a close. And hey, a big thank you to all the supporters in the chat, uh, Xbox for Life, UK Daz, Toby. Uh, he bought uh, Delilah, Delilah, uh, Louis Fontaine, Magnetic Storm, the list goes on. Mon- Michael Monkey Punch again, happy belated birthday there, Michael. Uh, lots of great guys here all day. Digital, I saw you pop in. Truth X7, Shizno Elite, and so on. Lots of great people here. Thank you guys for checking out the show. Like, you guys were great and very positive in the chat. We appreciate you. Uh, if you haven't happened, uh, if you haven't done this already and you happen to enjoy the episode, then please share this baby out and also consider uh, subscribing to listen to future gaming banter on the channel. Um, Easy Shock, it's been great. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. You definitely you have a passion for the hobby, for gaming. Uh, we'd love to have you back on at some point. Where can we? Where can all these fine people here find you at and follow you? Um, yeah, my uh, gamer tag is real easy. It's Easy Shock, same thing uh, for PlayStation, Xbox, same. Um, and I'm sh- at Shock Nero on Twitter. Hit me up there. But yeah, glad to glad you guys had me today. It was fun. Thanks. Absolutely, coming. absolutely. It's been great. Maybe we'll get you back on again. That would be fantastic. Megatron, where can people follow you at? But as always, Megatron wants my gamer tag. You hit me up there when I have time to game because last week was horrendous. And on Twitter, uh, Megatron underscore one nine seven five. And uh, yeah, that's where I'll be. Always. Aww. All right, all right. Uh, I would ask Southbound where everyone can follow him, but uh, he tuned out a little while ago. <laughs> uh-huh. 
But uh, his Southbound's information's in the link below. Uh, I got everybody's uh, Twitter link in below if you want to check out Southbound. And everybody here, just uh, look on the link down below. Uh, Tim Dog, where can all the Xbox enthusiasts find you at, bud? Where can they follow you? Right on Twitter, right where you put it below, like you said that you listed it. Uh, and I also, uh, Tuesday nights, do RDX. I just joined that podcast. Uh, I'm there, and uh, and I'm here on Sunday nights. And uh, hopefully you guys tune in. I appreciate uh, all the support. And um, let's go Xbox. Yeah, you got it. Of course, guys, I'm Invader Gaming. You can find me on my channel, uh, my YouTube channel, Invader Gaming. And, of course, on Twitter. I'm pretty active on there, at Invader underscore 1986. Again, guys, it was great. I feel we had a great show tonight. Thank you, everybody, for joining in. And, yeah, we'll see you next week. Take it easy, fellas. And let's see here where... When you close the windows, we're still alive. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're still alive. Sorry, I'm trying to find it, actually. I'll sing a song. How many tabs do you have up? I'm counting like 12. <laughs>